0: Our hearts before you, God. We pray that you would minister unto us through your word. We pray that you would bless our dear brother, dear God. My God, to cry loud and spare not and lift up his voice as a trumpet, oh God. And Father, we pray that you would drop him down in the deep things of God. Father, we pray, Lord, anoint those lips of clay. May your word go forth, accomplish where it is sent. You said it shall not return unto you void. Father, shake the very ground that we're on, shake our very soul. My God, minister unto us. Father, soon and very soon we're going to see the King, morning, night, and noon. Many will meet their doom this afternoon, God. Bless our dear brother. Make it easy for him. Father, may the word of God find good ground this afternoon. Minister unto us as only you know how. Bless and have your divine way. Rebuke the enemy of our souls and we'll give you the praise for what you accomplish. We ask it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We introduce you this afternoon Pastor Troy Jones St. Petersburg Church of God. God bless you, bro.
1: Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. I was just sitting there thinking as they were singing those songs, if someone in here is not saved, there should have been something in you that, that was bubbling. I said, man, I would love to rejoice with these folks. That sounds so heavenly. Did y'all feel that? I can hardly sit there. I was trying to contain myself. I said, now, what if I was not saved? I would not even be able to enjoy those songs. But thank God for the songs of Zion. Amen. Everything has been good. Amen. We truly appreciate what God has done. Amen. I don't have a long introduction, so we'll get right into the word of God. Thank God for giving us traveling mercies from St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, Thank God for my former pastor and the congregation here. Amen, we truly appreciate being here with you all this morning, and, then, and we also pray that the Word of God would be a blessing to you. Amen. We'll try not to be before you long, but we'll be as before you as long as the Holy Spirit will have us to. Amen. Y'all sang, so let me preach. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Testified and all of that, let's hear the Word of God this morning. Amen. If you're here this morning, you're not saved, and we're living in a time where the presence of God is leaving this world. We live in a time where people are not flocking to the altars as they used to, amen, and many people are, uh, uh, as as the scriptures say, are past feeling. It's just like there's no hope for them, and uh, they're hoping one day that God will speak to their heart, but I want to bring your attention to the Spirit of God this morning. If he speaks to your heart, if it's just 1% of the message, you ought to thank God for that. You ought to thank God for that, and you need to act upon it. Amen. As we turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. We most certainly need your prayers this morning, saints. In verse 4, the Bible says, Paul said to the Corinthian church, he said, I thank my God always on your behalf. For the grace of God, which is given you by Jesus Christ. Thank God for the grace of God. Where would we be without the grace of God this morning? Amen. Thank God for the grace of God. He said that that in everything ye are enriched by him. In all utterance and in all knowledge. Thank God we're enriched by the grace of God. Even the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you amen the testimony of christ the witness of christ the evidence of christ in me it was confirmed in me it was established in me it was settled in me thank god the testimony of christ the gospel of jesus christ the life of jesus christ the sufferings of jesus christ The humilities of Jesus Christ, the very mind of Jesus Christ, the hope of Jesus Christ. The Bible says Christ is who is our life. Amen. He is our life. When he shall appear, we shall also appear with him in glory. Amen. Christ is our hope this morning. The hope of glory. Amen. Thank God for the very testimony of of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was confirmed in us. Amen. Established in us, saints of God. Amen. We come to a wealthy place, but we ain't coming to a place where we're getting dished out. uh, Amen. A little truth here and a little truth there. We're in a place uh, where the word of God has been established in us, has been confirmed in us. Amen. We have a conviction of this of this truth. Amen, we have a conviction that the church of God is right. We have a conviction that I can live a life free from sin. We have a conviction that God, uh, he don't wash away some sin, but he washes away all of our sin. Amen, we have a conviction, thank God. Amen, that God, uh, not only he saved me, but thank God he sanctifies me. Amen, he He purifies the heart. Thank God that's confirmed in us. Thank God we see the church is confirmed in us. Amen. Thank God we established, amen, in this truth. Uh, the Bible says, uh, Paul said, even the testimony of Christ, amen, it was confirmed in you uh, so that ye come behind, amen, in no gift. Amen. It was confirmed in you to an extent that you came behind in no gift. And you were just doing What? just waiting on God to come back. Waiting, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ because you knew you was up to part. You didn't come behind in nothing so that you come behind. To come behind means to lose strength, to lose strength, to lose my intensity. To lose uh, the value of my salvation. To lose steam. We don't want to come behind, church. Even the testimony, verse 6, of Christ, it was confirmed in us. And here is the evidence that the testimony of Christ was confirmed in us. Here is the proof I came behind in nothing. I came behind in nothing. Why? Because I had a confirmation of truth. The testimony of Christ, it was, it was stamped, sealed, and approved in my heart, in my soul. Okay. And here's the proof. I came behind in no gift. I came behind in no gift. Why? Why? The word of God, it was what? It was confirmed in me. The Bible says, God, what is a testimony? A testimony is my witness. It's the witness of my righteousness. It's my witness. My testimony is all I have. And God is looking for more than just saying, I'm saved. I'm church of God and standing and saying, thank God he saved me from sin. And I don't do this no more. I don't do that no more. Amen. The question is, and we want to find out this morning, but are you coming behind? Are you behind? Have you lost strength? Have you lost your intensity? Have you lost steam? Have you lost the value, amen, of this precious and glorious salvation? Amen. Pray with us that God will help us this morning. In Hebrews, the second chapter, in Hebrews, the second chapter, we just want to deal with this, uh, amen, we don't want to come behind. Amen, we don't want to come behind. Amen, God give us all a gift, thank God. Amen, I believe when we get saved, we get sanctified, thank God, God, that's the gift of salvation, that's one thing, thank God. Amen. Salvation is a gift. For God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten Son. Thank God. Salvation is a gift, thank God. Sanctification is a gift, thank God. The gifts of the Spirit, it is a gift unto us, thank God. Amen. It's given to every man to do what? To profit with all. God divides gifts up severally as he will to give it to every man. Why? So we can profit. So we can be a blessing. Amen. Hebrews two four. God also bearing witness. If anybody we need God, we need a witness. It's from God. We need God to witness us. We need God. Amen. To let us know. Thank God, I'm still with you, son. Amen. amen. I'm still with you, son. You're still mine. You're still my inheritance, thank God. The devil's coming against the church uh, with doubt. Uh, The devil's coming against the church uh, with fear. The devil's coming against the church with all kind of accusations, uh, with all kind of things, uh, situations in our lives, amen, things we can help, things we can't, uh, amen. And what is he trying to do? He's trying to get us to lose our anointing, lose our sting for God, lose our value for the things of God. Do I value the things of God? Like I once value the things of God. Or it's just a routine? We don't want to just go through a routine. We just don't want to be going through the motions. Amen. When you go to court, one thing they're looking for is some evidence. They're not looking for a lot of rhetoric. They're not looking for your charisma. They're not looking for, hey, amen, What you, who you used to be. They're looking for what is your evidence. And if anybody we need to stand with us, it's God Almighty. God, also bearing in witness, both with what? With signs and wonders, with direst miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his will. We don't want to diminish, church. God has given us all a charge. We sing the song, a charge to keep I have and a God to glorify. Amen. We got a charge on our life. We're not here for ourselves. We don't man live to himself. We're here to make a difference. We're here to be a blessing. The Bible says, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the body of Jesus Christ. Seeking God. That's the consecration involved. That's the dedication that's involved. Amen. That's a selling out the, and going broke for God. Amen. Ephesians 3 and 10. Paul said whereof? He said I was made a minister according to the what? According to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Brother it just wasn't given to me. It was given to me by the effectual working of God's power. It wasn't just given to me because I was a, amen, a, I was a, a Pharisee. It was given to me because of the effectual working of God's power in my soul. All right. Praise God. Well, where was the power working at? It was working within him. Brother Paul had given himself to God. He said, Lord, what would you have for me to do? Paul went through many battles. Paul went through many accusations. Paul went through from judgment hall to judgment hall. But Paul said, None of these things move me. Neither can I. Paul said, Neither count I my life. I'm not valuing my life, I'm valuing my salvation, I'm valuing my gift. Yeah. Neither count I my life dear unto myself that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry that God has given to me. to to testify there it is to testify of the witness of Jesus Christ his ministry it was his testimony and Paul did not lose any steam at the end he said Lord I have fought a good fight I have kept the faith I have finished my course we all have a course we all have a race to run And the enemy is trying to get the church of God where we lose our steam for God. We lose our effectiveness. Amen. Amen. Y'all pray for us this morning. I don't want to lose what I've had. The way God started me off with is the way I want to finish up. The zeal I had. The fervor I had. The the fervency I had. The fire that I had the burden that I had. In Hebrews 11, chapter verse 4, by faith Abel, by faith Abel, the Bible says he offered, I try to quote, he offered a more perfect sacrifice than Cain, by which the Bible says he obtained, he obtained a what? He obtained a witness that he was righteous. Who testified? Who testified? God testified of his gifts. I don't want to sit down on my gift. Amen, if God is giving you a gift, brother, you better not be found sitting down on it. If you don't have a gift, you better get it. It's time to consecrate. It's time to give yourself to God. He said he divided severally to every man. Amen. Abel, he obtained a witness of God's righteousness. He obtained a witness, God testifying of his gift. 1 Corinthians 2, 4. Paul said in my speech, he said my speech. A lot of folks just got a lot of speech. Folks just got a lot of talk. But this morning we want to look at the evidence. What are you producing in your life? Good. Enough for talking, Amen. Good. Enough for talking, Good. Amen. What am I producing? Am I speech? Am I preaching? It was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was in what? Here's my evidence. Here's my evidence. It was in demonstration. It was in a, ma- I had, I had the manifestation. I have the proof of it. It was in a demonstration of the Spirit and of the power. Paul said, It's God that worketh in us. Yes, sir. It's God that worketh in us. But we can't work, we can't do this of ourselves. We can't be effective of ourselves. We can't make change of ourselves. We can't be a blessing of ourselves. We need the very power of God. It's God that worketh in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. If anybody don't need to work in me, I don't need grandma to work in me. I don't need daddy to work in me. I don't need the pastor to work in me and through me. I need the very power of God to work in me. Amen. The evidence, the witness of my testimony of Jesus Christ in me is the manifestation of the power, the working power of the Holy Spirit. It is the demonstration. It is the effectual working of my gift in this earth. In Acts, the 20th chapter, verse 24, we read it, we quoted it. I want to read it again. Because in these times in which we live in, people be, are being moved off a little bit of nothing. People get offended. They don't want to come back to the church. People get busy and lose their prayer life. Amen. but none of these things move me. None of them. Are we still effectual? Are we still demonstrating the very power of God in our lives? Can it be seen by men? Is my light shining to the world where they can very see the power of God where I have a drawing effect? Why do I have to say anything as what was said uh, uh, in, the, in the message last night? Amen, but my very presence. There was time when Peter and, I believe it was Peter and James, they were, sitting, they were going to the, the temple, and they said, silver and gold have I none. Yes, sir. But such as I have, right. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> what do we have to give? He said, not in the name of James, not in the name of Peter, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. There was time with the very shadow of Peter. People jumped in the shadow. And they were healed. What kind of power do I have? Am I effectual? Am I, am I? Am I effectual? Is my gift effectual? In Revelation, the 12th chapter, you say, well, what is your thought? Simple. The testimony of Jesus. The evidence. The evidence. We need the evidence. The church of God, we need the evidence. We don't need to talk unity. We need to demonstrate unity. Amen. Yeah, we don't need to be talking about unity. Amen. Have a lot of speech and a lot of rhetoric, but we need to demonstrate it in the power of the Holy Spirit because that's what's going to unify us. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right. Yep. Amen. Not no talk. Amen. Amen. Enough backroom talking. Amen. Let's demonstrate it. Yeah. Amen. Not a lot backroom talk. Amen. Let's demonstrate it. Revelation, the 12th chapter, amen, verse 10. We know here, the Bible says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation. Yes. Now is come strength. How many do we need God's strength this morning? Oh, we need God's strength this morning. We need God's strength to get saved. Uh, amen. We had little strength. Uh, amen. But God helped us to press through our adversaries, uh, to get through the door of salvation. Uh, and we got on our knees and said, Lord, uh, if you just help me, God, uh, I'll give my life to you, God. Yes, I don't know how you're going to work this out. I don't know how you're going to work that problem out. We came to God with a whole lot of problems. All right. And we got saved. God worked them all out. All right. That was the power of God. Stay safe. Amen. Some of us have experienced sickness, and we've seen the very power of God heal our bodies. We've seen God take the very values of sinner and make a preacher out of them. The man who told me he was going to kill me, but look at the power of God. He said, Don't you come to my house with that blank, blank with that Jesus no more, man. Do you know who I am? I'm Big Howard. I run the show. I got my mama selling dope for me. I got boys selling dope for me. When I call, they come. When I send them, they go. But the power of God. The power of God. He said, you come by my house again, you dead. I came by his house. I came by his house again. I was shaken, but the power of God. He came to church. Don't go through the whole story, but he made excuses after excuses. Came with two guys the first time he came. Then he came by himself. Talk about he didn't have a pair of socks. Amen. I don't know how I did it, but he ended up with my pair of socks on his feet. Hey Amen. I told him I'd be right back. I got some socks for you. I went and got him some socks. Hey Amen. we was riding the car. He happened to look down on the floor with my key. He saw I ain't having no socks on. He said, this man and gave me his socks. All right. All right. Brother, by any means necessary, get him there. Yes, Whatever it takes. There's souls waiting on you. There's souls waiting on you. There's souls waiting on you. But what kind of power, what kind of effect do you have? There's people who want what you have. They're waiting on you to talk to them. But we got, we got two forces, the force of the, ke- the kingdom of God and the force of the kingdom of the devil. We got ourselves: In my own personal life, who's winning the battle? Who's winning the battle? People can curse around me like they would just like, the cursing like sellers, say anything around me. I have no grace to reprove them. God want to give you some strength this morning. God want to give you some strength this morning. God want to give you some boldness. God want to give you some power. And they overcame him. And I heard a loud voice, 10, saying in heaven, now has come salvation. Now has come strength uh, and the kingdom of our God. Uh, Amen. Uh, And the power of his Christ uh, for the accuser of our brethren. Thank God the accuser of our brethren is cast down. The devil will bring false accusations. A false accusation is a false charge. It is a message of Satan to buffet you. It is a force to get you to start questioning your experience, to get you to start questioning and doubting the power of God, that God desires to work in you. But you have allowed the accuser. How do we overcome the accuser? And they overcame him by what? The blood of the Lamb? Huh? And how long are they accusing us? The Bible said in verse 10 and which accused them before our God. Amen. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We got the battle in our mind. We got the battle with our emotions. We got the battle with our mind. That's what a battle is in our mind. Some folks devalue what God want to do through you because you're allowing the enemy to battle you in your mind, to take away what God has given you. Amen. Bro, we got to overcome the accuser. Christ was accused. But he didn't lose his power. Christ was accused. But he kept his testimony. Christ was accused. Paul was accused. You and I are going to be accused. We're going to be accused by the enemy. We're going to be accused by folks. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you. And say, say with their mouth, all manner of stuff against you as a saint of God. You ain't even did nothing. Against you falsely for my sake. But here it is. Don't go and get in the corner. Don't go get all all like you can't take it. He said, rejoice. Rejoice. And be exceedingly glad. Be happy. Be exceedingly glad. Paul went from judgment hall to judgment hall. And he kept saying, he kept saying, he said, I, 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 I practice having a conscience that's void of offense towards God. I just want to stay clear with God towards man. You ain't got nothing on me. He go for another judgment hall. I practice having a conscience void of offense. He go to another judgment hall. I practice having a conscience void of offense. I believe he said about three times. I believe he got me. Before Festus, he said, speak for yourself. He said, well, I think myself happy. I think myself happy. I'm exceedingly glad. I'm glad to be in this position. It don't hurt me. I ain't going to let it bother me. I'm not going to let it damage my effectiveness for God. The is why some of y'all are not effective like you need to be and should be and know you should be, because you let something hurt you. Somebody done said something. Somebody done said something. It messed up your esteem. Now you all low. Can't come to church. Can't sing. Can't praise. Can't raise your hand. If I'm not as careful as a minister, I got to fight accusations too. I got to battle my mind too. Sometimes I preach folks ain't saying amen. Look at me like I'm crazy. Amen. The devil's up here just talking just rolling over thoughts. Yeah. End it. Go home. You need to give it up. Amen. amen. But I said, Lord, amen, you called me. Amen, amen. amen. I have a duty. Yeah. You're giving me a gift, God, and I don't want to diminish. Whether they receive it or not, I'm not going to diminish. <laughs> amen. Yes, sir. And they overcame. Let's look how we overcome. And they overcame him. They overcame him. Christ overcame. Him. Christ overcame, him. Christ overcame the, the accuser. There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels. Christ and his ministry. Fighting against Satan and his forces. Amen. Now, the Bible said, give no place to the devil. And the Bible lets us know, and they overcame him. Christ overcame. Him. Are you an overcomer? We've seen the song, Be an Overcomer. Only cowards year when the foe they meet where? On the battlefield. This, this salvation is a battlefield. That's all it is. It's a fight to get to heaven. What was Paul's, one of his last clauses, What's was his last word? I fought a good fight. I didn't die in Captain D's. I didn't die in Subway. I died fighting a good fight. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. thank God there's power in the blood and the word of their testimony. God. How did you overcome them? By your testimony. Right. Not just by rhetoric. Not just enticing words with man's wisdom. But you overcome by your testimony. God. You overcome them by the effectiveness the power, the demonstration of God, working in your life because Jesus had to have it. When Jesus was accused, he said, I don't care if you're accusing me. He said, I don't care. You accuse me for scandalous sins. They accuse Christ for, fa- for false doctrine. They accuse him of heresies. They accuse him of blasphemy. They had folks following him around to try to catch him in his words. Christ was hanging out with the sinners, trying to help the sinners. What the Bible say? He had he they were sitting in his house. How many people say, "Man, he got sinners sitting in his house"? He was a wine bibbler. He was a Samaritan. They said, you have a devil. Lord. The devil said, if you be the son of God. He got it. He caught it. If, you, if thou be the son of God, turn these stones into the bread. Try to get God the doubt. Try to get Christ to doubt. Use the word if. If. That's right. trying to, try to bring about the spirit of unbelief. The very spirit, the very spirit of doubt. If thou be the son of God. Command these stones be turned to bread. If thou be the Son of God, cast yourself down. If thou be the Son of God, look at all the things that I can give you. If you were saved, if you really had the power, if you was really had the anointing, you wouldn't be sick like this. Why are all these things happening to me? If you had the anointing like that brother over there. Wow. say to God, we shouldn't compare ourselves among ourselves. God has given you a unique gift. God has given you a unique ministry. Amen. You need to be, you need to be uh, as the pastor said, you need to be good in your own skin. Amen. Don't compare yourselves among yourselves. It's not wise. What does is, what is God do, want to do for you? Uh, what, God have, what has God given you? What tool has God put in your hand? Moses said, Lord, uh, uh, God told Moses, go to Pharaoh. He said, uh, Moses was doubting God. And God had to show Moses, put your hand in your bosom. It turned out it was white. Put your hand back. It went to normal. He said, cast the rod down. It turned to his hand. He said, all the tools I put in your hand, use what i am given you. Yeah. I'm going to help you. Well, God, I can't speak. I got that cover too. Aaron, come here. Help this man talk. Tell it to Aaron. Aaron will speak for you. You're not getting out of this. You have a charge. You have a duty. When you stand before God, one thing he's looking for is his testimony in you. In St. John, the 10th chapter, real quick. St. John, and all that, th- all, all what Christ went through. Let's look at his response. And he will often make this, these types of response. He said, listen, in verse 20, John 10, 20, then we're going to skip down to 24 and 25. Uh, John 10, And 20. All right, that's the wrong place. But that's okay. You all know it. Jesus said, listen, you believe, believe me. If you don't believe on me, believe me for my work's sake. Believe me for my work's sake. Look at my evidence. Look at my fruit. Look what I'm producing. The eyes of the blind is open. The lame walk. The dead come back to life. You can talk about me. You can run me down. You can try to catch me in a lie. You can say you don't believe in me. That's okay. I know what I can do. I know what my mission is. Christ went all the way to the cross. Verse 38. Verse 37 says, If I do not the works of my Father, you know what? You ain't got to believe me. I can talk all the time. I come from the Father, but if you don't see my works, you don't have to believe me. I'm Jesus. Okay. I'm saved. Where's your works? People t- Listen, we live in a time now where everybody's saved. Everybody what sets you apart? What sets you apart from the same person on your job? What sets you apart? All 10 of your coworkers save, sanctified, filled with the precious, hallelujah, Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what make you any different? What sets you apart? When Christ came, he had to deal with the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Right. They were already here right. doing nothing. Right. When Christ came to scene, amen, uh, he, you breaking the law. You're healing on the Sabbath. They don't even look at the fact that the man, amen, uh, he couldn't walk, but now he's walking. You're breaking the law. You're blaspheming. Man, the man's eyes is open. What's more important? Me breaking the law, this man can see now. We don't care about that. We're trying to get you. What make us different? What set us apart from the Baptist? Can you break it down? When you're talking to a Baptist, is it more easy to get in there and agree with them? And hallelujah and praise God with them all the time, but you have no comeback. No comeback. The Pentecostals. Oh, I'm scared of them. I don't even know how to break down the doctrine of tongues, and I dare not even ask for a Bible study. Why did God put you there? Good. Why did God put that Mormon, have that Mormon to knock on your door? The elders. Why did God have a Jehovah's Witness to pass out a track to you on the street? Where's your tracks? Where's your comeback? Where's your response? Everybody say. All right, bro. God bless. I was in a health food store the other day, and uh, a lady said, Pastor Jones. The lady was standing next to her, said, Oh, you're a pastor. She said, Well, I'd like to talk to you. I'm a black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelite. She said, we need to know who we are. You a pastor? I've been sitting down with pastors, and they have come to tears. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have come to tears. <laughs> I've been bringing pastors. Don't you know the big one, Pastor Murphy? Yeah, I know Pastor Murphy. Big, big, yeah, big church, bigger church. He was in tears when I finished with him. She said, where's your church? I said, I don't have one. How are you a pastor you don't have a church? I said, my church was everywhere. <laughs> you got to throw them off. Throw them off. She said, what building you were? I don't worship out of a building. We're all over. We're an innumerable company of angels. She said, well, I'd like to come by your church and talk to you. I said, i will be glad for you to. Come on by. Had to get back to work. Couldn't talk to her, but I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Hey, man. What new challenges do you accept? What new challenges do you run away from? How the devil trying to taint your mind and, and ravish your mind? You can't even lift a holy hand in the service. Let's start right there. How many young people desire to give that testimony in this very service, but the devil has talked to your mind and accused you? You really don't have nothing to give. You have the gift of salvation. You have a right to the tree of life. You have a right to praise God. You have a right to lift a holy hand. You have a right to clap your hands. You have a right to leap for joy. You have a right to say praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because the enemy is right there to resist you. The Bible said he showed me uh, Joshua, the high priest, uh, standing before God and Satan at his right hand. uh, Amen. To do what? To to resist him. To accuse him. We're standing before the throne of God. uh, And amen. Thank God. uh, Brother, I'm like Paul. Paul said uh, when Paul was thrown in the castle, amen, the Lord appeared to him. Paul said the Lord stood by me. Glory be to God. He said, be a good cheer, Paul. Oh, he said, they have accused you here, but you're going to be a testimony in Rome also. Amen. You be a good cheer, boy. Amen. I got God here, the devil over here, but thank God. What did Jesus say? He said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Oh, you got to put a strong rebuke on accusation. Accusation will paralyze you. You could be saved for years, years, and get and right, right in your the, in the salvation. Uh, right, right. Well, after being saved for years, the devil started messing with you with accusations. Yeah. But that's, not, that's just not a convert thing. That's right. that's right. He's still the accuser of the brethren, not the converts, the brethren. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Luke, the 21st chapter. Amen. And they wasn't done with Christ. Well, you say, what was the evidence of Christ? Yes, he healed souls. Yes, he brought the death back to life. But even on the cross, even on the cross, he was still being accused. The man is on the cross. Come on, man. He was still being accused. He was still being ridiculed. Amen. He was still being mocked. They were going by the cross like this. Wag, the Bible said they was wagging their heads. Somebody walk up to you like this. The first thing you're going to think, you're going to say, Man, what did I do? Huh? Old accusation. Thief on the cross, railed on him. You're thinking this dying hour, it would soften his heart. He would be seeking for mercy. But you got some hot cold. Hard, callous folks out here don't care nothing about your Jesus. Don't care nothing about your Jesus. We'll tear your track up and spit in your face. And you, Luke, the 21st chapter. Getting ready to close here. Luke 21. In verse number 12. But before all these things, they shall lay hands on you. And persecute you. Better not lay no hands on me. Hold on. Hold on. Huh? kind of salvation you, get. you got? You. Yeah, I got something for you. You don't know where I come from. <laughs> you know before, okay? Huh? You know I still carry a blade just in case. Oh, wow. huh? We got a law down the floor called stand your ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I think you're a threat, I can stand my ground. That's a dangerous law, boy. I walk by people, I don't even look at them no
2: more.
1: I walk by an older lady today, I just, I look down. I just, I don't even, I don't want you to think. I'm a threat. Amen. But they should lay hands on you, persecute you, deliver you up to the synagogues and into prisons. Being brought before kings, rulers for my name's sake. And the Bible says, verse 13, Jesus says, And it's your turn to you, church. Oh, we see Jesus' testimony. We see Paul's testimony. But now it's your turn. It's your turn. What overcomes the accuser? Because if I don't get victory over the accuser, I'm going to lose my power and my effectiveness. So we got two things going on. What kind of gift did God give you? Amen. Do you have it? Here's accusations over here. If I'm giving in to it, in any kind of way, shape, or form, it's going to weaken my spiritual abilities. As a minister, I have a charge. As a pastor, I have a charge. Teachers, we have charge. Amen. Amen. It should turn to you for a testimony. Settle it, therefore, in your heart not to meditate before what ye shall answer. Oh, yeah, you got the answer. You got the answer. Uh, What are you answering? That hope that is within you. You got the answer, Christ crucified. You got the answer and give uh, an account. When you go to court, you got to give an account. You got to give an answer. You got to give an answer of what? Your evidence. You don't have to meditate on it. What's in you going to come out of you? I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay. Thank God or resist you. We seen the song and there is a scripture that says no weapon Huh? No weapon form against me. In Romans, the eighth chapter. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. The scripture says, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Be ready always to give a what? That's 1 Peter 3 and 15, but get ready always to give an answer. To every man that asks you a reason of the what? Hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience. Whereas they that speak evil of you as evildoers may be ashamed, that do what? Falsely accuse. You're a good conversation in Christ. I've had family members that don't talk to me no more. I can call them all day long. They won't answer the phone. All because false accusation. And stuff was spread on you. I had family members call saints. He ain't a no good preacher. He's a hypocrite. Oh Lord. Amen. But when we hear things about each other from the world, we need to cast that down. The right, right. right, thought, that will bring a thought, that will accuse you of another person. He could bring a thought about another saint. You need to cast that down. Yeah. That will have you looking at that fake saint all cross-eyed and funny and everything. You need to cast that down. He yeah. was Paul said, I do no, no, nothing among you Save Jesus Christ and crucified. I know of no sin. I have no other witness. Amen. We don't take a sinner's word over a saint. Amen. If you bring an accusation, bring me some more witnesses. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. If you ain't got two or three, shut up. Sit down somewhere. you taking what this person is saying. You're going to somebody's spirit. I don't care what you heard. The bottle, here's the basic. If you don't have two or three witnesses, amen, you need to shut up. A lot of times the vision happen because we don't have two or three witnesses. We need to have two or three witnesses. We ain't got it. Leave it alone. Put the people in God's hand. I'll put you in God's hand, and I'm going to still work with you. I'm going to let God prove it out. And I ain't going to look at you funny. Amen. Amen. Oh, you got the answer now. In Romans, the eighth chapter. We're closing here. Romans, the eighth chapter. And uh, that page is tore out. All right. Praise God. I got some pages, brothers. This Bible been through some toils and snares. I got pages tore out. Somebody' been saved for 10 years. Bible still look new.. Romans the eighth chapter. Verse 31 What shall we then say? You got to say something. You're going to have to answer. What shall we say to these things? Well, here's what you need to know. You need to know this. If God be for you, who can be against you? No weapon formed against me huh? shall prosper. No, no, no. It won't work, her. huh? Brother Willie, huh? Did I do it, Brother Willie? You can't bring nothing against me. But the enemy, he's gonna shape up things and form things. Why? He got something designed to destroy you, he got something designed, formed to take your ministry out, to take your consistency out. But no weapon. Form against us shall prosper and every tongue that rise up against me shall be condemned. That's it, bro. If God is for you, nobody can be against you. Go forth with power. Go forth with faith. Go forth in victory. Go forth in confidence. Lord, give me my confidence back. Give me my safe back. Yeah. You know how I can preach this message? Because I've been through some very. Yeah,
0: God bless you.
1: God bless you. When I was in the third grade, no. When I was in the first grade, my grandmother got a call. I got remember getting twisted by my ear, taken to the, taken to the, uh, to the principal's office like this. Oh, Lord. Didn't know what I was going for. Grandma got got there, said, "Detroit, your son is cursing in the classroom." (coughs) Well, she said, "Well, what did you say? What did he say?" She said, "Son, what did you say?" I said, "Grandma, only thing I said was, and I said it. I didn't know it was a curse word, but I was being accused of it. Sometimes the devil accuses you of things you don't know. It's wrong." God don't hold you accountable. When I got to my ninth grade, same thing happened to me. When I got to ninth grade, same thing happened to me. Ninth grade, I had a substitute teacher, never forget it. Took me down to the principal's office, said, this man cussed me out and stuck up his middle finger. Principal, grandma come up again. She said, principal, can I have a room with my grandson so I can thoroughly examine him? (laughs) Principal got out, teacher got out, thoroughly examined me. Come back, principal, come back in. She said, I have thoroughly examined him. I know my grandson. He did not do what you're saying he
2: did.
1: Wow. Right. The Lord stood by me. Yeah. And I didn't. She had the wrong black guy. That's all that was. Lord. Amen. She had the wrong one. Right. I got suspended for three days because can't, they can't take a student's word over a teacher. But the principal said, everything you ever done in your, in your, from the time you started school up to now, he said, I'm erasing it off your record because I don't believe you either. I believe you too. The principal said that. <laughs> I'm at home three days, but I got a blessing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Fast, fast forward to college. Last year, uh, to be a registered nurse. Been in, school, been in school six years. Get to my last year, about to take my state boards. FBI come to the school, search lockers, put handcuffs on me, line up. I'm in jail, interrogated for 13 hours. Two years later, a jury trial. False accusation that I robbed a bank in the local area. I'm engaged to get married, holding a Bible study group on the college campus at the same time. Amen. Somebody had donated a bus, picking up souls, bringing them all the way to 46. Pastor Gordon is my church. Amen? Got accused of armed robbery? When they found my car, 10 Bibles in the back of the car. (laughs) My license plate had the word souls on it. Saints of God, I went through a jury trial. Fast forward, went to a jury trial. I was found not guilty. Found not guilty. I moved to, I moved to Lockport. In, in the midst of all that, I didn't get hit in the face, huh? Uh, yep. I got the police calling me all kind of names. I remember that man that hit me in the face. You had just oh. got saved. He reached right in the car and went. Right, right. And I was in a daze. He had another. He had. A, he had the opportunity to do it again because he dazed me. He went. Oh God. Right in front of all the saints. Yep. Yep. Right in front of my new. I had just got married. Yep. And the devil said, "You gonna let him do that in front of your new wife? Are you serious?" And then the first thing I got, I said, Saints, you all go over there. Right. I grabbed this brother. He, was, he just got saved. I said, you come with me. Get in the car. Amen. I, I drove out of there. Amen. Brother, thank God. Brother Kevin came. Helped the young man out. I moved to Lockport, same town. But see, the word of God was going forth. Right. Right. It, did, it, it didn't stop. Right. Paul was locked up. But he had folks coming to his higher house still getting saved. He was in prison and he, they allowed folks to visit him. And as they were visiting, they would come in sinners and leave out safe. God can use you through your hardest adversity. That's the time when God wants to use you. Not for you to go hide your head and say, I, What can I do? I can't make it. Amen. False accusation. It's been my lot. Wow. Got to Lockport. Me and my wife, going out for ice cream one day, newlyweds. That's back in town where we ate a whole lot of ice cream. <laughs> All of a sudden, five police cars surrounded us, had their guns drawn, patted us both down. Why are, you, why are you pulling us over, officer? Your license plate reads that you're armed and dangerous. I said, my license plate says souls. Boy it you know what they want me to do he want me to get all all depressed pride, pride. Pride is why it is happening to me I'm tired I'm tired something must be wrong with me pride. one morning same time, I'm jogging around the park around a park down by the railroad track there was a little hill and up the hill was like a little it was like a it was like a little cave and I would run up this hill and I found this cave and I I would get down, and it was big enough for me to get down. That's when I would have my devotion. I would cry out to God. God, give me power. God, anoint me. And when I was there in that cave that day, the thought came to mind, get ready, something's going to happen. Went back home. I'm in my house having some coffee and listening to the songs of Zion. All of a sudden, I got a big bang at the door. Two police officers on both sides of my door with their guns drawn open up the door." I said, officer, what can I do for it? I'm looking through the people. Open up the door. I opened up the door. I probably shouldn't. I didn't know no better. I opened up the door. They came right in. One went to this room. One went that. One had me to sit down. I said, do you all like, would you like to have a cup of coffee? <laughs> what was going on? Was your car at the courthouse today? Yes, it was. Well, we have an elderly lady's purse missing. We're gonna need you to come with us. Put handcuffs on me, put me in the car. I said, I said, I said, hold on. I said, look out that window. You said that that Bonneville right there? That would the license plate say souls on it? Then I had, you know, no, no, that, that, that the bumper sticker said say no to sin. I said, that stick on there, say no to sin, officer. Said, put handcuffs on me anyway, took me down, fingerprinted me. Fingerprinted me, took a picture of me. And you know what they told me? You can go home now. Just wanted me on their record. Accusation. You're going to be accused. If Jesus was accused, you're going to be accused. If Paul was accused, guess what? If you haven't been, stay safe. You're going to be accused. But none of these things move me. None of these things move me. If God is for me, who can be against me? You got to release me. You got to let the devil know you ain't got nothing on me. My testimony is clear, my record is clear. We're going to just read through this here and, and we'll be done. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge. Who? Who should lay anything to the charge of God's elect? What you going to charge me with? You got to prove this thing. Hold on. I want to go here real quick. I know time. I know you. Psalms, Psalms 35, real quick. This is Psalms 35. I don't even think that was in the, in, in the notes, but Psalms 35. This thing's been an encouragement to me. Verse 1, Psalms 35, verse 1. We come right back to Romans. We're going to end there. Psalms 35, verse 1. David said, plead my cause. Plead my cause, O oh Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Skip down to verse 4. Just skipping through it. Let them be confounded and put to shame to seek after my soul. That's right, bro. Let me show you all something real quick, real quick. A text I just got. I'm a barber man back home. I have a barber business. And uh, it's, it's one, of the, one of the nice, best shops on, on, on my side of town. Oh, it's real good. It's a real nice shop. You know Pastor Hodge. I pamper him. Hot towel shave, massage, all that. Oh, yeah, I got a big massage chair. He get his hot towel shave and everything. I cover his whole face. Steam coming up. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Treat him good, man. His, fa- his fade be on point. <laughs> all right. Um, I can't read this because it's 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 kind of not uh, kind of out there, but the point is I got a text. I don't know who it came from, but it said it called my name, Troy. I've been watching you, huh? Say I've been watching you, and I I know your car is down at the shop late, and if you want this, you can. Get this in some uncertain term. Wow. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Wow. And I sometimes I see your car down there. Mm-hmm. Now how to get my number what? I don't know how. Right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. You're gonna be tried. Yeah. Amen. Oh. You're gonna have to run out your coat sometime. Oh. I don't know how the person looked. That will coming to my mind. You know what had to do? Cast it down. Cast it down. Don't even fantasize with that. Don't even give it no thought. Matter of fact, let me forward this to my wife. I, I, I said, Whoever wrote this, shame on you. I said, You need to be ashamed of yourself. I'm a saved man. I got a wife at home, five children. I'm a pastor. I mean, I wrote it. If y'all want me to forward I'm telling you the truth now it's a shame that you would write something like this. I said, but you need to be saved. You're troubled, huh? I said, you're troubled. You need God. I said, I said, reveal yourself so that me and my wife can disciple you and minister unto you. Huh? I didn't go in the corner and say, well, who is this? Something when the devil comes, you need to hit him right away. You need to shut it down right away. Don't give no place to it. Okay, let me finish here. Saints, I know. For without cause have they hid for me, verse 7, their net in a pit, which without cause they have digged for my soul. Verse 11, false witnesses did rise up. They lay to my charge things I ain't know nothing about. Verse 23, stir up thyself and wake to my judgment, even unto my cause. Everybody, every, each one of us, we got, a, we, got a, we got our own causes. And we need God to stir yourself. Wake yourself, God. Stir yourself to my cause. God, I don't want to get complacent. I don't want to lose my power. Be not far from me. Verse 24, judge me, O God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Back to, back to Romans, the 8th chapter. We're we'll in here. Back to Romans, the 8th chapter. Thank God. Who is he that condemneth? Verse 34, it is Christ that died, yea, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God. Who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things. We're going to say to all these things. But in all these things, we are more than a conqueror through him that loves us. For I am convinced. I am persuaded. I have a confidence in God that neither death nor life no angels, no principalities, no powers, no things present, no things to come, no height, no depth, nor any other creature <laughs> shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. First Corinthians, the first chapter. Our original text. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God, which is given you by what? Somebody need the grace of God this morning. If you're not saved, you need the grace of God. It brings salvation. If you're saved, you need the grace of God. Need more of it? Amen. That in everything you are enriched by him in all utterance and knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. After all I've been through, look at the fruit. It's confirmed. I haven't diminished. Is that your testimony? God called you. He raised you up, gave you a gift, gave you a ministry. What you doing with it? Are you seeking to excel to the edifying of the body? Is your gift bringing about an increase? so that you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you as I pray, the testimony of Christ.
0: Thank you for the word of God, Pastor Jones. I was just thinking just briefly I got saved 22 years ago, saints of God. I was about to go to trial for something I had did and was found guilty through it. And it came time for me to be sentenced. Saints, I didn't know no Bible scriptures. I didn't know revelations. All I knew was I wanted to be saved. If you hold the testimony of Jesus Christ, God will testify for you. You don't have to know a whole lot of scriptures because I didn't know none. They found me guilty of a particular thing I had did, and they were about to sentence me. And they asked me, Mr. Moncrief, would you stand up? you have anything to say before we sentence you? Now, I was already on probation, though for something I had did prior, four years probation. Word on the street was you on your way to the joint. And pretty much around the house of the courthouse, they were saying, well, you're on your way to penitentiary. But I want to stay safe. And okay. She looked at me and she said, do you have anything you have to say? Before I sentence you, Mr. Moncrief, and before I knew it, Before I knew it, thanks to God. I stood up and I said, the Lord God is my helper and I shall not fear what man will do unto me. And after I said it, brother Chisholm, I said, what you say that for? God knew. God wanted me to exemplify the testimony of Jesus Christ throughout my trials. The judge, and I had never seen it done. I was sitting in a uh, witness stand and judge took my Bible and started going through it. Asked me for my Bible. Yeah, she said, give me your Bible. I, wanna... I just got saved. I've been saved for a few months. She started going through my Bible. Everywhere I went, I carried my Bible with me. McDonald's, I carried my Bible with me. Walking down the street, I carried my Bible with me. Everywhere I went, I carried my Bible with me. Saints, when you want to do right, God will fight for you. The woman looked at me and she, to make a long story short, she didn't send me to prison. She gave me four more years probation. and I said that to say this, saints of God, our testimony is all we have. You lose that, you don't have nothing. You lose your testimony and that's what the enemy's trying to do, saints of God. He's trying to get us to muddy our testimony. Not stand the way we should. Not exemplify Christ the way we should. Let us stand if we would. What you going through this afternoon? And your testimony could be greater than what it is. Maybe you're over-talked. You know what they said? They were saying a fish wouldn't get in so much trouble. if He kept his mouth closed. You don't have to do a whole lot of talking if you say. You don't. I would rather see a sermon than hear one any day. Precious soul, this afternoon, if you don't have the testimony of Jesus Christ, you can have it this morning. If you're tr- if you're troubled about life, if you're troubled about where you your life is headed and You can look at your own life and see how you've made some bad turns and bad decisions. And you went too far and you said too much. And you look at your life and you see some things that you wish you could turn back the hands of time. We have an altar of prayer available for you this morning. If you're not saved, we ask that you come. If you're saved and need a closer walk with God, with your testimony. Walk with God. The brother quoted the initial scripture. It says that in everything you are enriched by Him in all utterance and in knowledge. Maybe you're saved, but you need God to increase you. You need God to give you something more in your soul. Are we speaking to an audience that everyone is not sanctified tonight, this afternoon? Is everyone sanctified? Is everyone in our audience sold out to God? I mean, you sold out. Is everyone in our audience this afternoon, you've given up all? Come on now. You've given up all. You don't have nothing else left to give to God. You don't have nothing in your home you need to deal with. You don't have anything at your job you need to go back and repair. You don't have nothing you have to say to your wife. You don't have anything you have to say to the pastor. You don't have anything you need to say to the saints. Amen. As the ministry, we do our job, we preach. That's all we can do. I can't sanctify you. I can't give you a greater experience. Guess who only can do that? You. By how you give yourself to God. Precious soul, this afternoon, if you're in midst missing, you need a closer walk with God, we bid you come this morning. The purpose of the revival is not to shine a light on any one particular person. But it's to shine a light on the condition that I may be in. Amen. Can we have a song? Amen. Choir director, can we have a song? Amen. Are there any needs that I miss? Is there any needs on our right? How about the young people this afternoon? How about visitors that I miss? Maybe you came here and you came expecting something else, and what you heard was just what you needed. Well, don't leave with your need not met this afternoon. How you doing this afternoon, precious soul? To my left, how you doing this morning? You got something in your soul you need to deal with? I know you didn't come all this way and going to leave with unfinished business. I'm not going to hold you long, but I'm going to say this, saints of God. I remember as a convert coming up, I'd say this oftentimes, I'll say it again. You know how I got to where I am today? I obeyed the Holy Ghost." We're in a time people just not obeying God the way they used to. I'm I'm just gonna say it. We're in a time people know they're not measured up. People know that they have issues and things within their soul and people gonna walk right out of this building today without coming get their need met. You're not gonna grow. You're not gonna increase. You're not gonna be more for God. You know what being more for God starts? It starts right at this altar. Come get a better wife. You want to be a better wife? Come to the altar. You want to be a better husband? Come to the altar. You want to be better in school, and uh, high school or college? You want to go away and come back saved? Come to the altar this morning. In the rear. Precious soul in the rear. We bid you come. You got a problem with the wall? Come to the altar. You got a problem with modesty? Come on, come to the altar. I need to submit more to my husband. Come to the altar. I need to be a better husband in the home. Come to the altar. I need my prayer a better prayer life. I need more obedience. I see myself, I can be more obedient to the spirit of God. We bid you come this morning. Amen. Is that all? Hey, humble ourselves to walk with God. Turn over to Pastor Hodges.
2: What more can we say than he have already said? It's all about us making the right decision and the right choice. So God has been faithful. God has did his office work. So let's look to the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, we humbly come before you, dear God. My God, Lord, you said to call upon you and you would answer. Father, you will show great and mighty things that we know not of. And certainly, dear God, you've been true to us. Certainly, dear God, you've been faithful. Uh, Father, you said, dear God, Lord, that the Spirit of God would speak expressly. And Father, my God, this morning, Father, you have spoke directly to us. Uh, Father, you have showed us, dear God, the error of our ways. Uh, my God, you revealed things that we need to measure up in, dear God. Father, you have showed yourself strong. And Father, we're praying, dear God, you help us to fall on the word. Father, you said if we fall on the word, it would break us. But if the word fall on us, God, it will grind us to power. Father, you said that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the word of God. My God, it was plain, dear God. It was direct, Lord. Uh, Father, we're praying, God, you help each one of us uh, in a very special way. Uh, Those things that you brought to our attention this morning, uh, those things that you revealed, uh, those things that you brought to the surface, dear God, uh, help us to say yes to God. Uh, My God, help us to walk in the light of your word. Uh, Father, you said a little while, light is with us. Uh, Walk in that light. Let darkness come upon us. Uh, My God, we're praying, uh, you help us, dear God, in a very special way. Uh, Father, say no to uh, my God, to say no to sin, uh, Lord God, to say no to the world, uh, Father, help us to say yes to You, uh, Father. You said that we draw nigh to You, my God, You will draw nigh unto us. Uh, so, Lord God, manifest Yourself. Uh, thank You, Lord God, for the faithfulness of God. Uh, thank You, Lord God, for the Spirit of God striving with us, Lord. Uh, my God, talking to us, uh, Father, helping us, uh, and Lord God, we are praying uh, for that soul that is disturbed, uh, that soul. Soul that is troubled, uh, that soul that want to make a move. Uh, Father, dear God, the spirit of fear got them bound. Uh, we pray God a rebuke against it, Lord. Uh, loose that soul this morning uh, in a very special way. Uh, Father, dear God, you've been good to us uh, throughout this revival. My God, Lord, you've been true to us uh, throughout this revival. My God, you've shown your love. Uh, Father, we appreciate it. Uh, minister to the needs, Lord. Help your people. And Lord God, we'll honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, may be seated as we make preparation to dismiss. Okay, thank the Lord for those that came to be with us this morning. Amen. How many enjoyed the service? All right. All right. All right. that God bless you, bro. Amen. All right, all right. That's a blessing. Amen. Be steadfast, unmovable. Amen. Stay safe. All right. Uh, Just before we dismiss, we thank God for all of our.